You are tuned in to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Broussard, Louisiana. Let's catch up with Father Michael Delcom as he breaks open the readings for today. You do you, boo. I'm not sure if you've kind of heard that. Maybe you've said that. Those of you who maybe um, are of an older, wiser generation, maybe you have no idea what I'm talking about. But um, if you're around uh, my family, or at least my, my sisters, or if you're around um, anyone below 40, you might hear them just kind of throw that around. Like, I'm thinking about changing my hair color. You do you, boo. Thinking about moving. I'm thinking about uh, getting a new car. I'm thinking about uh, leaving my husband. I'm thinking about leaving my. You do you. You do what makes you feel good, right? It's just this phrase that um, when people ask for advice and they're really not really listening to your advice, they really just want to tell you what they're going to do. And they're like, what do you think about this? They're really not asking what you really think. They just want you to affirm what they're saying. And so the proper response to that is you do you. And there can be this attitude often uh, maybe in our culture right now where um, I can do what I want to do and you can do what you want to do. And almost this sense of, my actions as really do not affect you. And so what I do kind of stays with me and what you do just kind of stays with you. And so I can do what I want to do and you can do what you want to do. And some strange mental understanding that our actions actually don't affect other people. And so you do you and I'll do me, and somehow if we can convince ourselves that our actions don't affect other people, then we can just go about doing whatever we want. But for those of you who are parents, for those of you who are leaders, for those of you who are coaches or bosses, you know that your actions, your words, actually have a great influence on other people. We do not live in a world, we, do, we are not relational beings where our actions don't influence other people. We are always, whoever you are, we're always looking at other people. We're always seeking to learn from other people. We're always being influenced by other people. It doesn't matter. Me as a priest, I have other priests that I look up to. Me as a leader, I have other leaders that I look up to. I'm looking, I'm learning, I'm watching how they act, how they respond, how they behave, so that I can grow. I'm either growing bigger or I'm getting smaller. I'm atrophy, right? The reality is you do you, you be you, as if that won't influence other people is really false. And Jesus is trying to get our attention. He's trying to grab our imagination. He is using very strong an image that will stick in our mind. Let me refresh you on this image today that he gives. He's talking to his disciples. He's talking to us, his followers, and he says this, whoever causes one of these little ones When he says little ones, he's talking about disciples. We're all disciples, followers of Jesus. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, 
In other words, if your actions, your words, causes or leads someone else to sin, listen to what he says. This is Jesus. It would be better for him if a great millstone were put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. Let me give you an idea, a little perspective of what he's talking about. A millstone, it is a massive stone, big enough so that it, a human being wouldn't be moving it. Actually, a donkey would be pulling this millstone. A millstone is something that grinds the grain, grinds the wheat, it makes flour. It mills wheat. And so this donkey is pulling this big stone over the wheat that it creates flour. It's very heavy, sometimes maybe a thousand pounds. And so Jesus gives this image to his disciples. It would be better if a millstone were tied around someone's neck and they were thrown into the sea than if someone would lead someone else to sin. Now let's, let's break it down. What is he really talking about? What is sin? Sin is a step away from God. Sin is to do something that I know would offend and hurt God. Sin is to go away from God. An action, a word, a behavior, an attitude. So when my sin leads someone else away from God, whether if it's bad advice that I give them, whether it's from my actions or my words, then Jesus is saying there is con there's consequences to that. That's a bad thing. So for me to take the attitude, listen, I'm just gonna do what I wanna do, it really doesn't affect other people. I can't control what other people do. To a certain extent, that's, that's right. I mean, I can't control how other people respond. And we're not talking about being able to control what other people do. But if my actions directly lead them to more easily sin, then it is on me. And it ain't about you do you, boo. It's about me recognizing what we've been talking about. We are missionary disciples. We have the power to influence other people for good or bad. We have the power to bring people closer to God or the power to bring people further away from God. And Jesus is trying to help us understand that our life has eternal implications for ourselves and for other people. And so again, he uses even stronger language. If your hand causes you to sin, if you have something in your life, if you just have a, a tendency to steal, if you have a tendency to grasp, if you have a, just a lust and allure for other people's possessions, whether it be physical possessions or their wife or their husband, he says, cut it off. Now this is hyperbole. He's not, Jesus doesn't have a knife and he's not cutting people's hands off. He's trying to get our attention to help us understand that there is nothing in this life that is worth sacrificing eternity. It's better for you to enter into life, eternal life, maimed than to, with two hands to go to hell where there's unquenchable fire. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better for you to enter into life crippled than with two feet trying to get our attention. If there's anything in your life that leads you to sin or that leads other people to sin, it's not worth it. 
And sometimes we can just slip into this mentality of, I'm just going to do me. It's not going to affect anybody. I'm just going to live my life. But it, it subtly leads into things like this. And, and, and I'm, I'm not picking on you if this applies to you, but it's just, it's just kind of, it's an easy example, right? Because I know sometimes our situation is tough, but, but I know sometimes we just don't move and we don't act in our situation. Let's just say someone is living with someone else that's not their wife or not their husband. And they have kids from previous relationships, right? And if we have the mentality that this lifestyle is not influencing or affecting the children in the house, well, that's exactly what Jesus is saying. Like, if you lead someone else to sin, someone else to think that this is acceptable and okay, then there's consequences to that. If I'm a boss and I ask a coworker to kind of fudge, to cheat, to steal, just to kind of look the other way, then I'm influencing that person to do something that is hurtful to God. And so not only is my sin on me, the sin that I bring other people to do is on me as well. And we can certainly think of all kinds of other examples in our life where that can apply. The words that I say, the words that I don't say, the responsibility I have as parents, the responsibility I have as a pastor, as a leader. Like I realize the influence that I have and so my actions, my words, my inactions, the way that I handle myself. So today I just want you to ask yourself, um, a couple of things. One, is there any behavior in your life right now? Is there any action in your life right now that you are doing that is leading someone else to sin? And I just want you to be honest with yourself. Like, I'm asking you to be accountable. Jesus is trying to get our attention it would be better for someone if a millstone were tied around their neck and they were thrown into the sea, that's a pretty extreme image, than if someone would lead someone else to sin. Like, is it really worth it? And then I want you to do this. I want you to, to think, if there's anything in your life right now that is causing you to sin, that is leading you to sin, is it really worth sacrificing eternity for? Jesus is not oblivious to the fact that it's gonna hurt, it's gonna cause us some pain to get rid of sin. He, he uses this image of cut it out. That's not, that doesn't sound very pleasing. It doesn't sound very comfortable. Cut it out. It would be better for you to be blind and in getting into heaven than for you to have two eyes and in getting into hell. We have great responsibility to be accountable for our own life. God gives us the Ten Commandments. He gives us the church to teach us. He gives us his own teaching, the Bible, where we can read about how to live this life. It's our responsibility to follow him. And it's our responsibility to teach other people to follow him, to be good examples. Let us not be oblivious that our actions and our words have 
consequences. We cannot run away from the responsibility we have to lead other people to the Lord. And we can't avoid the responsibility we have for leading other people away from the Lord. Let's pause right now. Anything in your life leading you to sin, can you ask for the grace from God to turn away from it? Anything in your life that's leading other people to sin, can you ask for the grace from God to stop doing it?